This is the Kitzah of Sicha Beis of Parshas Pinchas, in Chedek Yilches, page 334. The Rebbe is speaking about the very last Pesach in this week's Parsha. This is following all the halachas of the Karbanis regarding the Tamid, Shabbos, Shchidesh, Yom Yom Tevim, that Moshe Rabbeinu gave it over to the Yidin. So the obvious question here is, of course Moshe Rabbeinu listened to David and gave it over to the Yidin, as he always did. Why did the Pasuk have to say so? So Rashi here says, It's to separate from what comes later, so that's what Rabbi Shmol says. Up until there, the Abish is speaking to Moshe, and from Pashas Nedarim, it's Moshe Rabbeinu speaking. So the Torah has to say that Moshe Rabbeinu repeated the Pasha of Karbanat Tariyidin. Otherwise, it would seem that Moshe Rabbeinu only spoke to the Yidin, the Allahs of Nedarim, but the Allahs of the Karbanas, he did not. That's what it would seem from the Pasik. But the Rebbe says the question still remains why would I think that Moshe Rabbeinu didn't listen to the Yidin? Even if there's a certain mashmos in the context of the Psukim to this, but nevertheless, wouldn't it be obvious that that can't be the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu had definitely told the Yidin, even the Pasha of Karbanas as well? So the question, in essence, still remains, why does the Pesach have to say, The Ramban has a completely <coughs> different pshat in what Rabbi Shmuel says. La'afsikinya means, it's in order to separate, to make clear, that Pesach, the first Pesach in next week's Pasha, to make clear what that Pesach is going on. Is it going on in the Dharam that follow? Or is it referring to the Pesachim in the previous Pasha? So La'afsikinya is to make clear that that's going on the next Pasha, and Moshe Rabbeinu said over to the Eden what it says earlier in the parish of Kabanis. But that's not Rashi's pshat. Rashi says such a kind of pshat regarding the psukim in Parshish Matos, but not here. So according to Rashi, what would be the reason to think that Moshe Rabbeinu did not say over to the Eden the halachas of Kabanis? This, this extra pasuk, very similar you find in Parshish Semer. Over there it says, that Moshe Rabbeinu gave over the Mayadim to the Yidin. Why does the Torah have to say so? And for some reason there, Rashi doesn't say anything. Rashi leaves it to us to understand on our own. Why is that? So there, the answer is, it's very simple. Because many, amongst many of the things that uh, Moshe Rabbeinu spoke to the Yidin there, in Bashus HaMayadis, are Oymer, Chodosh, Te'alechem, different things that are only relevant when the Yidin come in Teretz Yisrael. So therefore you can say that true Moshe Rabbeinu always gave over to the Yidin everything Moshe Rabbeinu heard from the Ebishter, and immediately. But over here when it's something that it's not relevant for them immediately to fulfill, so maybe he did not tell them all the details right away. And there were other things, according to one opinion, the Ebishter then also told him about the Minya Bnei Yisrael, the Golem Masai. There were other more important things that he has to tell them right then. And Moshe Rabbeinu had to take care of things that were relevant for the daily lives of Yidin then. So therefore he didn't say it right away. That's what I would think. That's why over there the Pasuk has to say, that he did say to the Eden right away all these halachas. So that's the explanation of Parsha's Emma. Rashi doesn't even have to address it. It's very simple. Here though, in this week's Parsha, the Karbanis, these are all things that are relevant here right away when Moshe Rabbeinu hears this, hears this from the Ebishter. So why does the Pasuk have to say that Moshe Rabbeinu said this to the Eden? That's what Rashi is coming to address. And Rashi says that we would think that Moshe Rabbeinu did not say it to the Eden right away as will be explained. But now, before we get to that explanation, we can understand why Rashi brings the name Rabbi Shmuel, because this whole distinction, that according to Rabbi Shmuel, when it comes to something that's not relevant now, you could delay it for later, is based on the opinion of Rabbi Shmuel that the Abish acts in the same way. 
As Rabbi Shmuel says regarding mitzvahs, Klalus Nemru Bissinai, Upratus Bayomai. The Elisha speaks about all the mitzvahs in general terms by Har Sinai, and he says the details later when it's Negeya by Oil Mayit. So therefore we can say the same thing by, by, by Moshe Rabbeinu, that he would have delayed, we would have thought that he delayed the Mayadais because it's not relevant right now. Rabbi Kiva, however, disagrees and says, no, all details were said right away, even before it was relevant. As Rabbi Kiva says, Klalus Upratus Nemru Bissinai, Nishnu Bayol Mayid, and then Nishtal Shlub Arvis so therefore, over here as well, why would I think that Moshe Rabbeinu delayed the, the commands of the Ebishter for a later time period? So therefore, this is not a reason for the explanation in Parashas Emma, why it says, According to Rabbi Kiva, we'll have to say that here's the point, that it's not always so precise in the Teda, in this subject. In other words, sometimes the Teda says that the Ebishter spoke to Moshe, sometimes it says Moshe spoke to the Eden, and sometimes it says both, that the Ebishter spoke to Moshe, and that Moshe gave it over to the Eden. And our Parsha, and in Parshas Emmer is an example for that, where it says, Vayidava Moshe Mo'yadeh Hashem, and like it says over here, Moshe. And the Rebbe points out this is only according to Rabbi Kiva, because the basis of Rabbi Kiva's opinion is, that when he says, Klalu Suprotris Nemru B'Sina V'Nishnu, even though you don't find the Teda repeating all the details in Teda again and again, we're going to have to say that the Teda says some details here, some details there, and even though it's not written clearly in the Teda that he repeated everything, nevertheless, that's the case. Whereas Rabbi Shmuel disagrees. Rabbi Shmuel says, we learn the Teda, the Psukim, in the literal Pshat. Since it does not repeat it all in the Teda, so therefore he probably, the Ebesh did not repeat it again and again. So the same thing according to Rabbi Shmuel, regarding over here, when the Teda says, Ve'edabe Moshe b'nei Yisrael, it's not simply written because sometimes the Teda lets us know that Moshe said it. But there's a specific reason, it's precise why the Teda specifically over here says that Moshe Rabbeinu spoke to the Eden. So what is the reason? What is, why would I think that Avir Moshe Rabbeinu did not say this over to the Yidin? So the Rebbe points out that, the, the, that over here, regarding Parshas Pinchas, there is a reason why I would think that Moshe Rabbeinu did not give it over to the Yidin. So it's interesting. Parshas Hamayadis, the Yomim Toivim, is divided into two. Part is in Parshas Emar, and over there it speaks primarily about the Alochas and the Mitzvahs of the Yom Tif, and there is a Malocha, and then you have the Karbonis, which it speaks about in this week's Parsha. So, the question is, why does the Torah divide it? So, so seemingly you could say, let's take it at the, way, the way it's written literally. That the Ebesha said, the halachas and the mitzvahs of the Yom Tif in the beginning, right after the Mishkan was built, and then the halachas of the Karbanas was only said much later, close to the end of the 40 years, over here in this week's Parsha. Because for the Eden, it wasn't the Geyam earlier. Moshe Rabbeinu told it to the Eden, sorry, that is to the Kayanim earlier on, because it's Negeya to them. So that's one way of looking at it, that the Torah is writing the way it happened in order. However, we could also say that maybe there's a klal, ein muktum amocha b'teira. Moshe Rabbeinu heard it all from the Ebeshter at the same time. And actually there's room to say that he even heard the parasha of Karbanis first, as it's mashma from this that it says by in Parshas Emer, the kraftam isha, and it doesn't even spell out what that is because he already had heard Parshas Amayad, this all together, all the Karbanis together with what's written in Parshas Emer, all together. And then, the Torah divides it. And according to that pshat, when it says in Parshas Emer, what the Torah is saying there is, that even though Meshach Rabbeinu heard it all together, what Ebeshter is telling him, only part of it you should say to the Yidin. Only those halachas that are relevant for them in Parshas Emer, the mitzvahs and Isam Malachi, you should say to the Yidin. All the other karbonis that are in Parshas Pinchas in this week's Parsha, that you don't say to the Yidin. So, then, so that's another approach that ain't muktim amucha b'teira, and the Eibusha is specifically telling Meishe Rabbeinu that although you heard it all together, but nevertheless you shouldn't repeat everything to the Eden. So which one of these two pshatim are correct? 
So we have a cloud. But even though, yes, you could say, hey, however, we're not going to say so if it's not necessary. So therefore, we, we, we would learn over here the simple pshat that Parshas Emmer was said much earlier on, Parshas Pinchas was said much later on, as it's recorded in the Teda. And as we could see also from the language that Rashi says, Ma Omer Lamaila, so the Rebbe is Madaik from those words, that, that Parshas Pinchas was actually said to Moshe Rabbeinu at that point. However, here comes the punchline, if the Teda would not say over here, that Moshe Rabbeinu repeated to the Yidin what it says here in this parsha in Parshish Pinchas about the Karbanis. And then, as Rashi points out, it's Mashma that Moshe Rabbeinu did not say to Yidin. Because it only says afterwards, then I would actually say, wait a minute, maybe this is a case of because it's Mashma and the Pasuk that he did not repeat this to the Yidin. So maybe Moshe Rabbeinu heard it all together. And Abisha specifically told him, don't say everything to Yidin, only say to the Yidin what's written in Parshish Emmer. And that's why Moshe Rabbeinu did not repeat this to the Yidin. It's mashma that he didn't. Ah, if that's if it would not say, Vayema Moshe Rabbeinu Yisrael. Therefore the Teireh comes and has to say, Vayema Moshe Rabbeinu Yisrael, that the Teireh is written in order, and Moshe Rabbeinu did repeat all of this to the Yidin. That's the basis of what Rashi says, that I would think that he did not say it over to the Yidin. Rebbe points out another distinction in the language of the Teireh. Earlier it says, Vayedabe Moshe, in Parsha Semer. Here in, in this week's Parsha it says, Vayeme Moshe. What's the difference between Dibur and Amira? One difference is, Dibur refers to something which is halachas that are negev for all times. Amira, which is, which is the uh, halachas of Parsha Semer, the mitzvahs, the Islam halacha that refers to and is relevant in all times, even as Managolus. Amira refers to the Karbanas, which is only Bismash Shabbos and Migdash Kayim. Today you could only be Isaac B'Tayra Sayla. Another point, Dibur is a Lashem Kasha, a more stronger language. Debish is demanding it because it's something which is not totally in any time. That's the mitzvahs of all, karban, of, of all, all the Yom uh, Tovim. Whereas Amira refers to only a time where the Eden can do it. And therefore, we're talking about the Karbanas, that the Eden can't always be Makriv. And therefore, it's only said with a softer tone because Debish can't demand it from the Eden. On the contrary, it's the Yidin that the man from the Eibishter, Yiratzim Lefanecha, Shatosh Vitevneu, and the Rebbe brings there the Yiratzim that we say every day, that we should be able to bring the Karbanis again, and not just be Isaac in the parsha of the Karbanis. And therefore it says, Yibalosh and Raka, and the Yidin daven to the Eibishter every day, and we're Isaac B'Tayrisayla, we say these Psukim every day, in order to bring about, M'heri V'yemeinu Amish, the fulfillment of Hisham Nas Lefanecha, Kabanis Chavisayinu, Kimitzas Ritzaynecha.